Coolio. We did it. We did it. Oh, you got snacks. I don't have any snacks. This is kind of big, so. That's what she said. You. Me? Yes, sir. Oh, I thought you were talking to her. She walked away. Actually, we tell she walked away. Do it. I encourage it. I'm How going do you do to this? No, you go first. I already did it. Yeah, you your That voice in the background is our manager, Caleb. No, wrong one! Hey, this shit too easy. Bet I make them go crazy. And I think I'm Jesus. Hope City go crazy. And my fit too crazy. Look at me, I'm going crazy. Mm. Where we going crazy? Yeah, swear we going crazy. <laughs> what happens when I press that one? It fires all of them, but the other two don't have coils on them. Yeah, baby. Why do I press the wrong button? It's like when yeah, I do the wrong thing at work and I'm like, <laughs> No, no, you didn't know. So, You're new to this. What sneaky snacks do you have? Okay. Sneaky snacks. I have... Oh, hold on. I'm going to use this as a reference. I remember what. Oh. No, let's, let's start this off right. What it is, yo? What's up? You got days in me. Wait, that doesn't work. What rhymes with what's up? What it is, yo? What's, what's up? up? Cut up? Guts, that's what it says. Shut up. Nut up. <laughs> Run up. What it is, yo? What's up? Is days in you? Shut up! And listen to us. That us. sounds mean. I don't shut up, but What's talk to up? us, email us. That's what you really should be doing is emailing us. Okay, so welcome to Days and Amuse. I'm. <laughs> Why'd you look at me? I was ready. <laughs> because remember that thing that I told you earlier where I was like, um, I did something big for me, but I'm B. I'm Kirsten. And for this week, as we continue our theme of 90s horror classic films, I knew my line that time, <laughs> um, we watched a very interesting movie yesterday. It's a movie that I um, actually got put onto, my lips are a little chap. Uh, it's a movie that I actually got put onto by my brothers. Um, which watching it yesterday and reliving the horror of it, I remembered like why they used to enjoy watching this movie with me because it made me so uncomfortable. Um, so for this week, we tackled the 1998 sci-fi film, The Faculty. Which it was a good one. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm glad. I I feel like. This is like one of the few movies that I've seen that you haven't, so you know. Yeah, most of the time it's the other way around. <laughs> so a little synopsis about um, the movie. To the students at Harrington High, the principal and her posse of teachers have always been a little bit odd, but lately they've been behaving positively alien. Controlled by otherworldly parasites, the faculty try to infect students one by one. Cheerleader Delilah, played by George Jordana Brewster, football player Stan, played by Sean Hatso Hattotzi, drug dealer Zeke, oh, you shouldn't just call him that because he actually was very smart, Yeah. Um, played by Josh Harnett, and new girl Mary Beth, played by Lauren Harris, team up with, they don't even name me, Elijah Wood, and our boy Casey, Elijah Wood, team up with some of their other classmates to fight back against the invaders. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez. The screenplay was written by Kevin Williamson. And the featured song was Stay Young. Let's see. What did it win? Let's see if it won some stuff. It should have. It was a really good movie, in my opinion. Yeah, and it used to be on Netflix. I don't know why they took it off, but... Okay. They're always doing that. Putting stuff on, taking it off. Just leave it! Oh, it didn't win anything, but it had 11 nominations, so. Oh my god, Blockbuster Entertainment Award. 
You remember Blockbuster? I do. R.I.P. Right. So no awards for this one, but definitely well-deserved. Um, before we hop into the film, let's do our, let's do our check-in. How, how you doing? How I'm you doing? <laughs> I'm just looking at those beautiful eyelashes. Stop it. You make me blush. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big old dab in there. Everybody gets big dabs around here. Just got them. May as well. <laughs> Caleb's like, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. <laughs> that bubbling noise is my spit. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, check in. I'm I'm doing good. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm high. So. How was your day today? What'd you do? Um, I worked. I worked with my best friend. She came over and we worked together. 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 And um yeah, we cooked. We made lunch. It was nice. We took a nap. That it was, was nice. nice. <laughs> so how, how are you doing? Good. I feel like I always do that. Even with the microphone on the table, I always find a way to knock into it. Um, I'm feeling great. Uh, yesterday, after we watched the movie and um, we went home, I cleaned up my apartment. Um, so I put up all my clothes and like did the dishes and, and collected all the trash, prepping the, the space for the the fitness pole as it's called on Amazon so I'm doing pretty great pretty I found my mailbox guys I had lost my mailbox not, not even lost, lost. you have to know where it is first to, to lose it I have been in my new apartment for about a month and a half now and had wait longer than that oh yeah. it has been two months yeah going on two months um I didn't know where my mailbox was um, it was never explained to me when I first came. They kind of were like, here's your keys, COVID, leave the office, good luck. Um, but I found it, and there, I had three checks waiting for me. Big bands. Uh. So, your girl feeling great. Um, and before we move into the nitty-gritty of this episode, um, this episode is sponsored by 1UP Inc. Tattoo Studios, your number one anime and pop culture tattoo studio. Um, it is black owned, LGBT friendly, which is always a double thumbs up. And it is located in Dallas, Texas. Uh, if you would like to book your appointment, they are also accepting walk-ins as well. Um, you can call 972-576-6442. And again, like they are the number one pop culture and anime tattoo studio in the nation, I'm going to argue in the world, um, and people literally travel to come to their studio. So that's why I'm putting it on this podcast, yo. Like, if people are willing to travel internationally to get tattoos, then they're willing to travel there, do it. They're dedicated, <laughs> right? So that's telling you something about the quality of their work. It's good work too. They have people that can do all different kinds of things. People who specialize in different things. So you have like an artist for each type of mm -hmm. tattoo that you would could even think of. Traditional, neo-traditional, script, black and white. And they do brilliant color on black melanated skin. Let me tell you. I got mine. Hold on. About to show She's a little. about to strip, y'all. About to show a little today. But I got mine, yo. And I like can't wait to finish it up. So, there's that. All right, so, let's get into this movie. We start off the movie where you're in, we're essentially introduced to what I would like to say is, like, the sci-fi breakfast club. Um, so, you have uh, Casey, uh, who is the nerdy one of the group, you know, or not really nerdy, more like mousy, you know, the one that gets, like, pushed around and bullied. You have, um, who was the, like, gothy-looking one, the alt-looking one? Oh. What was her name? We gonna get you a name, girl. We got you. 
Um, the goth girl that everyone kept calling a lesbian. Stokes! Was it was Stokely. Stokely! So you had Stokely, who is, you know, alternative. We have um, Mary Beth, who is the Atlanta Southerner. They're going to kill just me moved for there. that. That yeah. just moved there. Um, Zeke, who they call him the drug dealer, which, yes, he is the drug dealer, <laughs> but he's actually the nerd. Keep that. Um, and then. Stan, who is the quarterback, um, all-around athlete who is trying to be more academic prone. And then there's also, where's uh, Delilah? Delilah is the cheerleader, you know, kind of like the girl next door kind of look. And she's brunette, which is like changing beauty standards. Yeah. So... Um, we're introduced to them at the beginning of the movie, and we come to find out that Stan is... Actually, we... The movie starts off with the fucking coach going off on all these players. Usher Raymond is in the goddamn movie. She said his first and last name. (laughs) Usher. We know, like, if she would have just said Usher... We would have known. I know, but... But it's cracked me up that you said Usher Raymond. Yeah, I feel like, you know, he just has one of those names. Cast and crew, Usher Raymond. (laughs) But, um, so, the coach is just going off on all of these players, and Stan is definitely not feeling it. Um, so, school starts, and... As Elijah, oh, sorry, Casey, <laughs> as Casey is chilling on the um, football field, you know, kind of doing his own thing, he finds a pod of some sort and picks it up, which we've learned don't do that. <laughs> I touched your dog's whatever that was. It was puke. The dog threw up. <laughs> no, and I, like, I didn't know it, and she was like, What's that? And she touches it. And then she immediately is like, oh my god. (sighs) So, um, Elijah brings, I did it again. (laughs) Casey, I feel like I'm skipping so many parts of the movie because we haven't even introduced the fact that Zeke has. Well, you did skip that one part where the principal's running. From the coach. Okay. So, rewind. So, after we see the coach, like, screaming and yelling at all the football players, and he's like, oh my god, you guys suck, like, you you could pick up some slack, blah, 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 blah. This is part of what makes Stan realize he wants to, like, quit football. And then the coach is just sitting out there by himself, kneeling down, like, doing something, and a shadow figure is, like, over him, and he turns around and, you know. It gets him. Yeah, whatever it is, it gets him, and it fades to black. Opening credits, and then um, we see the principal leaving. After a staff meeting. Yeah, after a staff meeting with other people on budget. And who's going to get, you know, money in the football team, of course, is going to get all the money because this is a football town and all that. And whenever she locks up, she forgets her keys so she goes back inside to go grab him. When she goes back inside to go grab him, Coach is in there, like, blocking her way. And he's like, you look mighty pretty tonight. And she's like, okay, thanks, you know. Have you had a drink or something? And he just kept saying, you look very, very pretty. And he was being all weird. Wouldn't let her out. She's like, you're harassing me. And basically, she hits him or something, right? No. He was like, I need a pencil. And oh, so yeah. she goes and grabs a pencil and is like, here, get the fuck out of my office. And he was like, you're very pretty. And like stabs her hand with the pencil. Yeah. And then rips it out and goes, I've always wanted to do that. And then that's when she's like running around the goddamn school trying to get away from him. But he somehow has managed to lock all of the doors from the inside. With like chains and like padlock. Which doesn't make sense because from the time it took her to tell that other teacher, hey, I forgot my keys, I'll be right back. She walks to her office, has that altercation with him, 
He was right there. Like, he he came into the office as soon as she came into the office. How did he lock the door that quick? It didn't make sense. Anyway. So, um, she ends up knocking him out, like, in the, like, chemistry area and gets to the front door, realizes it's locked, and the... She dropped her keys. Yeah, she dropped her keys, and the theater teacher comes and is like, you know what's going on you know I forgot something and like the principal is like freaking out like help help he's after me and she's like I'm gonna go get help and the principal's like no where's your keys and she's like I don't have them and so then um she tells the theater teacher what's her name she tells the theater teacher to watch her and talk to her as she goes Miss Drake she no isn't that the principal yeah I thought that's who you were talking about. No, the theater teacher. Miss Olsen. She tells Miss Olsen, just talk to me while I go to get the keys. keys. So she goes in there. She grabs the keys. And Miss Olsen's like, he's back. He's coming back. So she, like, runs back to to the door as he's standing at the end of the hallway. She's, like, fumbling with her keys trying to, like, unlock the door. It's at this. It is at this moment. (laughs) That something happens between the coach and Miss Olsen to where she's now infected. So Miss Drake gets out. They go to like, they go to lock the door and essentially lock the coach in. And then Miss Olsen, does she stab her? Yeah, she stabs her with the scissors that she had brought with her. The principal had brought scissors with her because she was trying to use those to defend herself. And I feel like it also doesn't make sense that Miss Olsen was infected. She had to have been infected either during or before the staff meeting, even though the coach wasn't at the staff meeting. No, they, they there was like a quick clip of like, I don't know, she got cut or something, but it was like something between the like coach and the, we're going to go back and watch that. We're going to go back that. and watch that. Um, I, think, I think that that was... A mishap in their part. Like, they were just like, oh, all of a sudden, Miss Olsen's gonna have it too, and then she's just gonna kill the teacher, and then they're, that's how she doesn't get away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was so convenient that Miss Olsen just so happened to be trying to help her, and then all of a sudden she's infected too. Like, we have to watch the clip again because they made a point to zoom in on when they were trying to lock the door and something that happened between the coach and Miss Olsen. Really? Yeah. Remember, it could have been as easy as, like, he put one of those parasite things on her and it, like, fucking... Winter's Yeah. We'll have to see. Because I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm not... Gotta double check on that. I'm not convinced yet. (laughs) So, um... Now we're at the first day of school. Yes. And everyone's coming back, uh, and Stan goes up to his then-girlfriend, Delilah, and essentially tells her, I'm quitting the football team, I'm over it, I want to focus on my academics. She was like, that's essentially the only thing you had, and what does it look like, the cheerleader dating a wannabe academic? academic. So they essentially break up, um, and... Everyone goes to class. We first go to English class with the mousy teacher, the one that was like really soft spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where we learn that. Well, rewind a little bit. There, pe- these people are gonna be like, you keep skipping stuff. So <laughs> this is where we see Zeke is selling some kind of drug that he's made out of these pens. Yeah. Um. So essentially, you know, you get that that stereotype about drug dealers like oh this is you know some burnout whatever well we are now in English class and we realize that Zeke is actually very smart he just applies it when he wants to and in the ways that he wants to so um we then get to lunch and we can see that the, like, print not the principal. The principal is nowhere to be found at this point. Miss um, Olsen comes in and is like, 
made up made up and refreshed looking like a bomb bombshell bomb bombshell um and we see coach just chug a lugging on this water me and Lindsay just a chugging so um him and uh miss olsen basically start like conspiring and like trying to like infect all of the t-shirts mm-hmm. because not zeke but casey brings that um little piece of like that little it's parasite parasite and um <laughs> that little parasite and he brings it to like the biology teacher who puts it underneath the microscope and is like looking into it we also learn about zeke's like smartness and you know all that then because he's like pushing the teacher aside telling the teacher like well let me have a look it's pretty funny and they um accidentally spill water on it and that's when they learn that water is what makes these things come back to life or like they need it and the teacher just so happens to have a giant fish tank in his room that's empty and he's like I'm gonna put it in there. I don't want a teacher like this ever. I never want a teacher like this. So he puts it into this giant fish tank and it immediately like starts swimming around and, and has like, these things. Has these dandelion <laughs> dangling thingies like that comes off of its body and are like in the water floating around. They're like jellyfish jellyfish. Jellyfish. <coughs> They're like jellyfish tentacles but like grosser more gross what is it grosser more gross grosser i don't know <laughs> so um the teacher then is like watching it swim around and like is like playing with it while he has, like, sticks his hand in the water with a glove and is, like, playing with it, trying to feel it. It splits off into two, so now we know that it can regenerate like that. And then the thing bites the teacher. It bites the teacher, and he's like, ah, ah, oh, I'm okay. No, you shouldn't have stuck your hand in there. You don't know what it is. You're trying to sit there and be like, maybe Casey found a new species, and you're about to send it to the university, so why would you try to interact with a creature that you do not know? So, what did he think was going to happen? Uh, it was going to be like, ooh, <laughs> I would like to be your pet now. Feed me. Like, no. It's like a brand new species. Like, that's what they were trying to say. It's like, this is a brand new species. That's like going up to a, a brand new species of snake and being like, oh, this is a snake with the snake. Ooh, you're so beautiful. Like, no. So, um... At this time, some of the students are, are, the teachers are essentially all infected, and um, Stan goes to the coach to quit football, and the coach normally would flip his lid and react and be like, you know, how we saw him at the beginning of the movie. Cool, calm, collected. Oh, if that is your choice, who am I to stand in the way of you and your destiny? So Stan's already like, that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Then we get into the um, locker room and we see that Stan's in there, you know, kind of washing himself. At this point, we think like he's about to be infected by the coach. No, here comes the poor old... Um, uh, English teacher? No, it was the librarian. Oh. And it looks like her skin is literally melting off of her face. Her hair gross. is coming off in chunks. And... Um, they just kind of pass it up. Why the hell did she go into the locker room? Trying to get water. Because she was overheating. Oh. Remember she went straight for the water. She wasn't going for him. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. Because I was sure wondering. So um, she essentially like fries. And it's because we realized these parasites, that uh, when they infect the host's body they overheat so they like humans because we are primarily made of water and we can drink a lot of water um so it's at this point that miss olsen tells uh stan stan and 
Casey, like, you can't tell anyone about what you saw, okay? And he, uh, Casey sees, uh, is looking out the window and sees the coach standing in the middle of the football field while all the sprinklers are on, just staring towards the window that he's at. Um, so finally, he, like, snaps out of his, like, daze and looks at the alien Miss Olsen and is like, oh, yeah, you know, I got it. Which I would have been like, no, this hoe just died. Um, it's at this point the students are being called into the office to get infected, essentially, by, mm -hmm. like, the staff members. And I can't remember why Elijah ends Oh, wait. We missed that one part where they were in the closet. Well, I was just about to say, I can't mm -hmm. remember why they were in the closet. Yeah, they were in the teacher's lounge because... They were trying to research something. They were trying to find... What were they trying to find? They were trying to find... Oh, something about the teachers because, like, remember they found the flask and Delilah was like, I already exposed the history teacher's alcoholism. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to, I guess, figure out why the teachers were acting so weird. And so they hide in the closet in the faculty's office because uh, Miss Olsen and the coach, I don't know what his name is, I just keep calling him the coach, That's come good. into the office. He's crazy. Um, it's at this point that we see the nurse, the school nurse who has been sick, needs to be home, like coughing, sneezing, the type of person where in this day and age, if you saw this person out in public, you would be like, COVID, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so we see her taking her medicine and like, at this point, Miss Olsen and the coach are like about to pray and like fucking turn this girl. And Casey and Delilah are in the closet watching the whole time. So they see the coach grab the nurse, put her on the couch, and shoot something in her ear. From his tongue. Yeah. Um, that to, was the weirdest part. He was like, ah. <laughs> To which, of course, they freaked out um, and made them, you know, jump back. And a dead body falls on Delilah. At this point, you know, they're making a ruckus in the closet. So Miss Olsen and the coach go over to open the closet. And the two students push their way out and run away. Um, down the hall. Down the hall. And they run into the principal and um, another teacher. And they basically are like, oh, what's going on? You know, trying to act all normal. Like, you know, why would they attack Mrs., you know, the nurse? And this, this, and that. And they basically turn around. The nurse is in the hallway. She looks completely fine. Coach is in the hallway. Miss Olsen is in the hallway. And they're basically not cornered, but, like, they take off running in, in a different direction. And, um... Casey slips and falls down and he's like, wait! <laughs> and Delilah is gone. She just keeps running and then he gets up and runs and they both end up, they go home. Whenever um, they get home, Casey tells his family and he tells them he wants to go to the police. So he goes to the police with his family. They bring the police to the school. All the teachers are still there and they have the police check the closet and there's a CPR dummy in the closet. And, um... The CPR dummy is what they say is what they saw, basically, and they blame it on that. Casey's adamant and feels like, you know, they're just controlling the police at this point. Um, and then whenever the police are about to leave, the principal asks to speak to one of the officers in her office. And while he's in there with the door closed, we hear like a couple of bumps. And then he comes out looking kind of weird. And then he looks at Casey and, like, nods his head and winks at him, like, you know, I'm, I'm one infected. of them. Yeah. And um, that's when Casey realizes that he has to, like, protect his family, right? So they go home, and he tries to sneak out. Um, he falls off of the roof onto the front lawn. He thinks that he's seeing the teachers out there, but we're not really sure if he saw them or not or if he was just, like imagining it yeah so. i feel like he actually saw them but like 
his parents thought he was on drugs, mm-hmm. so they were, like, trying to ground him and stuff. And, you know, the more they make him look crazy, the more, like, they can easily infect people. Yeah. So, the next day we see uh, Casey essentially being like, I'm not going to school. His dad takes him to school anyway. Um, he goes to walk in and he sees the coach walk up to his car to speak to his dad. So, essentially his dad is, like, now infected. Mm-hmm. Um, once he gets inside. I think that's when the ear, the ear check started. Oh, yeah, the second day. That's when they started calling the students the second day. I lied, guys. I lied. And so um, as they're doing that, some students, you know, the the Sci-Fi Breakfast Club, start to notice, like, students are acting weird. Teachers are acting weird. Um, These two guys, one of them who plays Hyde on that 70s show, uh come up to Zeke trying to buy all of his drugs because essentially it's a diuretic, which, uh, you know. Dries you out. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. And he's like, I don't have any more, and kind of is like, you know, keeps what he has in his pocket. Um, What comes next? (laughs) (laughs) So the kids are all getting ear checks, which is actually infecting them. Don't we have... They okay, so I know Zeke and <coughs> <coughs> Zeke and Mary Beth were oh strawberry seeds are getting in my throat. Were um hanging out, skipping class essentially to go to the chemistry room because he was trying to show her like well she, he offered her one of those, you know pen sticks and she was like oh no I can't take that I I'm allergic to aspirin mm-hmm. so um he takes her to the chemistry lab to show like where he gets his supplies it's at this point that um oh Delilah has been MIA essentially the whole day but she fucking finally pops out of nowhere and, and Casey's like bitch we need to talk and she's like I don't even know what to say my parents don't believe me we gotta figure this out mm-hmm so she meets with Casey, Stan, and Stokely. And they're and they're discussing how like everyone's acting weird, you know, they think people are being taken over by aliens. And Zeke and Mary Beth hear them from the other room and go over and essentially is like trying to scare them. Be like, woo, you know, you're talking about some cockamamie story that ain't true. It's at this point that the science teacher who put his dumb fucking hand in the tank walks in and is like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Zeke tells him how Casey thinks everyone is being taken over by aliens. And it's at this point that the teacher proceeds to close all the blinds and attack the students. So now they know that there's some truth to this story. Uh, Zeke manhandles the paper cutter to where he can get the blade off and like is, he attacks the teacher, cuts off his fingers, and his little fingers just get those little tentacles and start running around the goddamn room. It was really weird. Um, I didn't like it. No. I, I told you. I was like, remember? I was like, I remember. I remember. Like, it just gets so from... It just fingers like crawled on the floor. They crawl up someone's leg. They crawl on their body. They were like dusting them off. It was just like too, too much. much. <laughs> Thank you. So um, Zeke stabs the teacher in the eye with the pin. The pin that has the drugs, and the teacher essentially sizzles and dies because his body, the alien, can't take it. It's at that point that they realize that um, they can. If they can find the host and kill it with this drug, then everyone should essentially turn back to normal. So they all get in Zeke's car and proceed to go to uh, Zeke's house to get the rest. Um, It's at this point that uh, once Zeke shows him his lab that they don't know if anyone amongst them are infected themselves. Mm -hmm. So Zeke says everyone has to sniff, you know, their own pen. So, Casey goes first, 
good. Uh, Zeke goes, good. Stan goes, good. It's down to Mary Beth and Delilah, and they're both arguing over, you know, who's going to go. Mary Beth is like, I can't. I'm going to die. I'm um, allergic to aspirin. Yeah. So they decide they're going to do it at the same time. It's at this point that we see... Delilah fucking flip out because, you know, she's been an alien this whole time and her mission uh, was to play the role, get to where Zeke's lab was and destroy the lab. Once she destroys the lab, there's a car that pulls up outside mm-hmm. and she runs out, gets in the car and they drive off. Yep. Um, so they only have a little bit of the powder left. Uh, that night, it's a football game at the school, so then they all go to the school because that would be the best place to find the host uh, because that's where the host would be able to infect the most people. They first think it's Principal Drake, so they isolate her and... Um, in the gym. In the gym. And they the, shoot her in the head. Yes, and she gets back up. And then they stab her with uh, the pen that has the drugs in it, but, you know... Everyone is still going about their... Well, no. They don't know. They pour it. Mary Beth's ass fucking pours it. Pours out all of it on her. And Zeke comes over to try to grab her wrist to, like, turn it so that she doesn't, like, waste all of it on one person. And then she just, like, looks at him like... I didn't know. Like I just wanted her to die. Like, we're on to you, bitch. So... Um... Do they kill the theater teacher? I don't think they actually do. Or do they go for the coach? I know that they lock themselves in the school and they go for the coach outside. Mm. Stan goes for the coach. After they kill Drake, Stan goes to check with the coach to see if the coach is, you know, back to normal. The game has ended at this point, but the coach is not. Stan comes back and it's like, let me in and... Zeke's like, you have to take the drug and, and we'll let you in. He's like, I dropped it. I don't have it. So they give Stan essentially the last one that they have or like, yeah, the last one that they have on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, take it. He dumps it out instead because now Stan is infected. Zeke says that he has some more, but it's in his car so that, so... Casey and Zeke decide that they're going to go to the car to get the remaining pins while the girls stay in the school. So, well, the girls are in the school, the boys are outside, and um, Casey's basically, like, scared shitless. (laughs) And they're hiding between buses and cars, and the football team is, like, outside marching around. Trying to find them. And they're hiding underneath them and in between. And um, basically, Casey asked Zeke, you know, does it really take two people to go to your car? And he was like, nope, one of us is a distraction or a diversion. And so um, Casey takes off running and the football players start chasing him. And they're trying to infect him. And he's just running around. And um, Zeke is on his way to his car. Casey gets cornered in a bus by Delilah. And she's basically, like, talking to him, trying to convince him to, you know, come to the dark side, basically. Talking shit. All that good stuff that a villain does. And the football players are on the outside of the bus trying to get in. And um, from the back of the bus. And Casey jumps up through the emergency escape hatch on the top of the bus and runs off the top of the bus, jumps down, and takes off. They show Zeke at his car trying to grab the drugs. While he's trying to grab the drugs, Mrs. Gibson? I know she was the uh, English teacher. The English teacher. I'm about to look her up. I can't remember what her name is, but she... Burke. Miss Burke. Miss Burke. (laughs) Is just so happens to be at Zeke's car, stalking him, which her and Zeke have a really interesting relationship, and they basically like Zeke is a failed senior. He's repeating. We forgot to mention that. Oh yeah, so Zeke actually has failed high school before, and that's this so is his funny second senior year because I have nightmares about that. 
Still? I don't know why. I'm so, like, so much older than that, I feel like, but I still be worried about, You're like, grown, girl, at this point. I know. Like, you grown, grown. How old are you? 24. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has to mean something else. Like, I'm worried about, like, failing. failure. Failing, yeah. It's okay. It's Because you have a successful podcast. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, God. So, Zeke is at his car. <laughs> Miss Burke at the car also. Zeke is trying to get the last of the drugs. I turned it off. Zeke is trying to get the last of the drugs from out of his car. He decides, I'm going to get in the car and drive it away from Miss Burke. So, Miss Burke jumps through the freaking passenger side window. Busts through. Window breaks. She's, you know, telling him, like, she's gonna, you know, get him, whatever. He jerks the wheel. The rest of her body flies into the car, which I really didn't think was a good idea. <laughs> and he is fighting with her, trying to put on his seatbelt, and then he finally clicks his seatbelt, runs the car straight into a bus and Miss Burke flies through the windshield and out of the bus and her body, a mannequin, tumbles. <laughs> Be pointed it out. I did, I did. So after that, he falls out of the car, like dusts himself off, looks all beat up, and he looks over and Miss Burke's body is on the ground, like with no head. It's looking around and her head is like tentacles. Like this. And it's just walking around looking for the body. And the body's looking for the head. It's weird. And he was like about to like shoot her or whatever. But then he was like, man, forget this. And then he like took off running. <laughs> Back to the school. Where we have Stokely and Mary Beth. Which they played me. They played Lil O'B's heart, right? Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, is this some, you know, what's going on? Like, Mary Beth is low-key, like, been trying to, like, call Stokely out this whole time. Like, are you a lesbian? Like, ooh, like, you know, kind of like flirty vibes, but not. But, like, it could have been. So I'm like, what's going on? So it's them in the pool or at the pool area. And they're just sitting on the bleachers talking. And... Mary Beth is essentially like, you know, maybe it's not that bad. You know, uh, Stan looks so happy. Everyone looks so peaceful. You know, maybe we should try it. It should be fine. And it's at this point that Stokely is like, what? And that's when, is that before or after Casey gets there? I think, I don't, I don't know. Y'all, we got a little... Little bleep and relapse of the mind in this part, but so essentially, you smoke weed, yeah. So, oh, Casey has to come in after because, or essentially, right as she's like announcing that she's the, the person. Oh, wait, come on, I know you can't because I remember Zeke coming in and he made he made Stokely. Or somebody do the drug, and he was, like, forcing Casey to do it because he was like, I leave for this many... They had killed someone because he's like, I leave for this many minutes, and everyone turns into no, those no, no, things. No. But before that, we learned that, um... Oh, shit! Okay. So, no. Stokely tries to run away from... No. No, 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 no. Casey comes in. While they're still in the, the pool. Because remember Stokely falls in. She gets her face bashed on the goddamn pool floor. And gets, mm -hmm. he falls into the pool. That's when we find out Mary Beth is the one that's actually the queen. She falls into the. Or turns into this big wiggly monster. And falls into the pool. And is like about to eat Macbeth. Or Macbeth. Is about to eat Stokely. But Casey. Um. Helps pull Stokely out of the water. They run into the uh, locker room. Uh -huh. That's when Zeke shows up. And they're like... He's like, what the fuck is going on? This Everyone's like changing. I've only been gone because... Uh, 
Mary Beth, who's literally naked at this point. I don't remember this. She's like full clad nude, like look at my titties. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's hot, but it was like, what does this have to do with the story? Like, I get that she wouldn't have any anything on if she turned into a monster, but y'all ain't have to show her titties. Y'all could have just been like from up here and been like. Well, I mean, America did allow... Who's that model or the actress that did those nude shoots when she was, like, 14? I don't know. Or Playboy? Mm-hmm. Look it up, y'all. Some model did nude shoots when they were... Or actress did shoots when they were 14 for Playboy, and they were, like, nude. Um, so... Mary Beth is like, no, like, I'm fine. She's the one that's alien. And, like, he's like... Why don't you have any clothes on? And then that's when um, we find out that both Stokely and, well, of course, Mary Beth, because she's a queen, but Stokely has been infected at some point as well. So now it's just Casey and Zeke, um, which Casey manages to lock Stokely in uh, a ball cage, essentially. So she that's one less person they have to worry and they don't have to kill her. And then the only person they have to worry about now is Mary Beth, who is, uh, Zeke gets knocked out. Oh, Casey was supposed to follow Zeke because Zeke was like crouching around and stuff like that. But Casey did not and ended up losing him. So Zeke's body gets tossed in the air. (laughs) He hits a locker and is knocked out. Casey goes and grabs the last few remaining, um, drug sticks from Zeke and now it's just Kim versus Mary Beth. So we see Casey being like, this is my time to run. He takes off running in the, in the locker room back towards uh, the gym. And this is when we see, oh, this is when they did that really cool effect because he was trying to hide. Uh, this is literally my favorite part in the movie. What? So it's when he's hiding in the locker room still, and she's walking as Mary Beth, like in the human form, but the shadow is the tentacles of the monster. Mm -hmm. I loved that part. So I always have. It's just so cool to me. Um, So Casey runs into the gym and gets to the part, or gets to where the bleachers are. Mary Beth is the parasite monster in giant form. And is chasing Casey. Uh, Casey hits the button to close the bleachers as he's running underneath them. So essentially the monster will chase him and get trapped underneath, which it does. Um, And it's at the last little inch to where the monster is like right in Casey's face. Casey's against the wall and stabs the monster with the remaining pins. Mm -hmm. The monsters shrivel up. I'm talking like... I can't use the right, like, tenses. Mm. The monster shrivels up, and uh, we see all of the people who have been infected. The parasites are just falling out of their bodies. Um, Yeah. I realized what we forgot. What? So, the main reason why Mary Beth was able to disguise herself so well because you remember they did the test and you're like don't trust that hoe because she kept saying i'm allergic yeah she made this skin flap go over her nose and knocked the bottom of the pin so like sleight of hand she was a magician but everyone is going back to normal and it's now six months later we see stan and stokely are together in a couple um we have Zeke and the English teacher in some weird relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. Zeke's on the football team. The teacher is like, hey, boo, from the bleachers. It's weird. Yeah. Um, And then we also have Delilah, who is with Casey. Doesn't she kiss Casey? Yes. So everyone has their, like, perfect ending, and, like, the parasite is gone. Some people did, but the parasite's gone. Yep. 
few losses, but all in all, good movie. Yeah. I, um, I thought that this movie was great. It, it, for its time, the effects were pretty damn good. Like, Yes, you could tell there was some kind of CGI animation aspect to it, but it was not like those movies where you're like, this fake as hell. Like, it was real enough to where it, like, grossed me out. Even me as a grown-ass adult, I was, like, uncomfortable. I, ew. I love this movie, but I hate this movie at the same time because it's so dis disgustingly great. Um, so this one, it's a classic to me. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> what did I give the last movie? Uh, the last I... time we did oh, out of 5. Oh, we're doing out of 5. Sorry. Oops. Well, 5 out of 5. It's going to stay alive. <laughs> Not that it rhymes. <laughs> but uh, I would give this movie a 5 also. I didn't have anything with it that I really didn't like. Um, it grossed me out. For sure, I do feel like the effects were good, especially for the time. And, um, yeah, I just think it's reminded me of the movie Splice. Have you seen that? I have not. It's on... What's it on? I will find I think it. it might be on Netflix right now. But um, it reminded me of that movie because of, like, the way the little thing looks whenever it's... <laughs> a little baby tadpole thing, but I don't know. It was a good movie. Good. I'm glad. Yay, we did it, guys. Woo! Alright, so did we do our ending tags last time? As always, you can follow us on blah 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 blah. I don't know. Well, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Days and Amuse Podcasts. You can Follow us on Twitter at Days and Amuse Pod. You can email us your movie recommendation at Days and Amuse Podcast at gmail.com. You can donate to our Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com slash Days and Amuse Podcast. Or you can go to our Instagram, hit that follow button, then click the link that's in our bio. And that first link that says website will bring you to our Patreon where you can donate. Um, it starts off at a dollar. That's only $12 a year. That's so small, but it will help us so much. Mm -hmm. Um so if you can just even donate $1 a month, that would be fantastic. And we do have special goodies at every tier level. We have a $1, $5, and $10. Yeah, so if you have a dollar to spare, we've got something to give you for it. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're trying to give away free stuff, guys. Cool. It's a love free. And if you're only it. spending a dollar, I mean. You're donating. It's, you're literally donating. For a good cause. Yeah. All right. Well, we will catch you guys tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> next time. We'll catch you guys next time um, for our third movie for our 90s horror classics. Spooky. Ooh, spooky, spooky. Bye. Ay, this shit too easy, bet I make them go crazy And I think I'm Jesus, hope city go crazy And my fit too crazy, look at me, I'm going crazy mm, Where we going crazy, yeah, swear we going crazy yeah.